Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hey, Tribe Sisters. And if you don't know why I call you Tribe, then I suggest you click the link in the show notes and get on over to my free Facebook group. It's called Thriving Community, Women Supporting Women Through Divorce. And you can search for it in Facebook or click the link in the show notes. But today I'm going to talk about the wounded intuition. I talk to a lot of women that struggle with trusting themselves to make good decisions, whether it's good decisions about men, about their children, about their job. But I think part of the problem is they're looking at a decision as black and white. It's either right or it's wrong. So what if all decisions were good? I want you to think about that possibility for just a moment. All decisions move you forward. And indecision just makes us stressed and confused. Sometimes we need to just make a choice and go with it. When I think of intuition, I think of our inner knowing. It's our inner guidance system. But for women who were in a difficult marriage, or however you define difficult, they were, they were not able to go along with their intuition. They were not able to let their inner guidance system lead the way. So for whatever reason, they felt they had to stay quiet, not rock the boat, not use their voice. They were probably trying to keep their husband happy or at least subdued. For women that had to deal with emotional abuse, they suffered every time they spoke up for themselves by their husband who skillfully undermined them at every turn. But here's what happens when you don't speak up for yourself. You slowly diminish yourself. You stop getting your needs met. If you don't advocate for yourself, nobody else will. And I think women mistakenly leave their desires to the fate and responsibility of other people. This is a huge mistake. Fast forward 20 years, and these women don't even know who they are anymore. They don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. It's like they've been brainwashed, only they did it to themselves by not speaking their truth. This is what so many women go through. They give up themselves in order to raise their children and please their husband. Only when they lose themselves, they're no longer recognizable and the disconnect happens in the marriage. But first, the disconnect happens within her. She becomes disconnected with her own wants, needs, and desires. Now, We're born with intuition, that inner knowing of our mind's eye, but all these married women go against their intuition. It's like they've they've taken her out of the equation. They bound and gagged her and put her in the farthest dark closet of her mind. We pushed her away. We silenced her for so long. And most women had to in order to make 
them smaller so that they could fit inside the marriage. That was so confining. But now you need your intuition. And she's free to roam about inside your mind. Only she's still hiding as if it's not safe to come out. So the result of this is you're not trusting yourself. There's a lot of women that say, I just can't trust again. And actually, it's not the men that they're not trusting. They're not trusting themselves to make good decisions about men. There's endless numbers of men out there that shouldn't be trusted. But the one we all need to really learn to trust is ourselves. When you practice leaning into your intuition again and you start making decisions that are not based in fear but are based in your inner knowing, you will build up that feeling of self-trust again. But if you stay in fear and you don't work on those intuitive muscles, you're going to be in a constant state of confusion and doubt. You will continue to lack self-trust. Now, I want to dive in a little deeper here and show you the difference between intuition and fear. I think people confuse these a lot. Both intuition and fear reside in your unconscious mind. And I talk about that unconscious mind a lot. It's where all of our old programming is running inside of our brain. All of our automatic negative thoughts are in there. All of our fear-based thoughts are in there. But I like to think of our intuition as our inner guidance system. And I totally believe it's divinely in us. You know how they say God is within you? I believe God speaks to us within our intuition. And for all of you ladies that shut down that intuition because it was the only way you could stay inside a marriage for so long that wasn't working, you can get it back. You can work on your intuition just like you do a muscle. So for me, the best way I use to access my intuition is through journaling. Sometimes I feel like my intuition is leading the way and all the thoughts and ideas just lunge forward onto my paper and it's like I've tapped into my highest self or my highest knowing or my inner spirit. You can tap into that God within you. It's like I'm accessing that higher power. Sometimes we call it super thinking, and that's what I like to call it when I'm planning a big project. It's what my mentor calls it. And we sit there and we do our super thinking when we're planning big work goals. So like when I plan out my one-year or three-year plan, I'm tapping into that higher being for that inner guidance. Trust it. Let it speak to you. Tune into your inner knowing several times a day. Intuition is always an inner knowing, but fear is always resistance or scarcity. Being in a fear mindset is always going to prevent you from taking a risk. Being fearful in your thinking is not listening to your intuition. Fear is going to keep you stuck And it prevents you from growing and changing. Fear is going to keep you living in your past, looking backwards, and trying with force to keep your life together. But if you let your intuition guide you, 
You will try new things. You will take risks to put yourself out there in bigger ways. You'll meet new people, maybe get a new job. All of those things require you to leave the fear behind and trust your inner guidance. When it comes to making decisions, a lot of women outsource it. They put it on the committee, whether it's their friends, their sisters, their moms. They're pulling all the people to try and make a decision. The thing is, all those people are not you. You are in charge and only you know what is best for you. Trust it. Turn inward and ask yourself, What do you really want at your highest and best self? And what action is it that you need to take in order to get there? Most often, we're only looking like one step ahead. And we really need to look at our goals and take all the steps in front of us that are going to lead us there. Take the actions, think the thoughts, all the things that will help lead you to the outcomes you desire. I think it was Stephen Covey that said, begin with the end in mind. And that means know where you're going. And if you know where you're going, your brain is going to unconsciously create the steps that you need to take in order to get there. But here's another example of committee thinking. And it totally baffles me when women talk about the guys they're dating and they're trying to read his mind. (laughs) They ask their committee of lady friends about the small actions that he's taking or maybe not taking. And they say, what does it mean (laughs) when we're seeking the meaning of something that someone did? We're trying to get the answer from our committee and we're just further confusing ourselves. We are spinning in confusion. So two things here. Number one, tap into your inner knowing And notice what it says. Sometimes we want something so bad, we ignore the inner guidance that our intuition is trying to give us. The second point I want to make here is if you're trying to figure out a guy and you don't know where you stand, just fucking ask him. Be willing to ask the hard questions, right? Either he's going to raise to the challenge or he's not your person. So rather than trying to read into what you think his actions mean, just ask him. If he says, hey, I'm just not looking for anything serious, then he's saying he's not looking for anything serious with you. Don't get upset about it. Don't make it mean you're being rejected. He's just not the one for you. The one will be seriously into you. And you probably won't be confused by his behavior. Your inner knowing will be so in tune with his. So if someone's just not into you, just accept that he's not the right one. It means nothing about you. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It just means you're not his match. It's like he's looking for mocha almond fudge and you're a blueberry cheesecake. Blueberry cheesecake doesn't get offended. (laughs) So don't get offended by that. Just know he's not the one. Now, if a guy's leaving you confused and you're willing to ask the hard questions and get clarity, this is a high-end, high-quality, high-value woman who knows what she wants, and she's willing to do what it takes to get it. She has clarity for where she stands, and she's going to go after it. She's going to make sure she's getting her needs met. 
And the sooner she can find out if he's the right guy for her by asking the hard questions, she's going to do it. All right, everyone. That's all I have for you today, but I do really quick want to shout out to a couple of people that left me five-star reviews on my Apple podcast. Um, Swan Spotter said, love, love, love. This podcast has helped me so much in my journey through separation and divorce. I love Julie's no-nonsense approach. She gets right to the juicy nuggets you need. Thank you, Julie. Keep it coming. I love that. Thank you so much, Swan Spotter. I just love the names. This other one is Bacon Player. (laughs) And this person says, just wow. This was amazingly informative. Great advice for not only new divorcees, women, but men too. It's also great advice for newlyweds. It's terrific for any relationship. So many places to apply this. Thank you so much. Oh, I love that. And I especially love the name bacon player. Who doesn't love bacon? All right, everyone. That's all I have for you today. I hope you love this podcast. If you do, please feel free to leave me a review in the Apple podcast reviews. If you're looking for more information about me and maybe wanting to work with me, I invite you to check out my website, thrivingthroughdivorce.com. There you can find more information, watch a video, and learn all about my coaching program, Thriving Through Divorce, and what it takes to work with me. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? Then go watch my free training. You're going to learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.